This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. We get it. Distractions happen. That's why we designed the fully electric, full-sized Volvo EX90 with the latest technology to keep you and those around you safe. Its two-sensor driver understanding system is designed to prevent distractions and help you stay focused. Reserve your Volvo EX90 today. Learn more at volvocars.com US. This episode is brought to you by Skinny Pop Popcorn. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Oh, so light and crunchy. Skinny Pop Original Popcorn is the snack you've been searching for. Made with just three simple ingredients, popcorn kernels, sunflower oil, and salt. Snacking never felt or tasted so good. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Give yourself permission to snack and pick up Skinny Pop Original Popcorn today. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. All right, welcome into Off the Radar here on 365 Sports. Uh, taking a look at a grab bag of stories from around the athletics landscape, both college and pro. Just kind of depends on what the headlines are when this segment rolls around. Try to pluck things throughout the week when there's Items of interest, but pretty straightforward here in the NFL. You got some coaching changes going on and uh, also got some TV news as well and maybe sprinkle in a little baseball and basketball uh, all at the same time uh, if we can here in this segment. But first things first, let's get to uh, the TV ratings uh, from this past weekend as there was a monster number when it came out to the uh, NFL and uh, and their playoff games. But, uh, man, the NFL and its... Uh, it's stranglehold on the American public when it comes to just the popularity of it is is unbelievable. You got the NBA that's out there trying everything under the sun to maintain interest in their regular season. College football is going through a, some maturation, yeah. I guess you could say, trying to figure out what it is actually going to look like over the next few years. 
Baseball, we know, has had their ups and downs, but the NFL just seems to get stronger and stronger and stronger. And so uh, this past weekend, you had the Bills and the Chiefs, the nightcap to close out Sunday night, averaging 50.3 million viewers. 50.3 million viewers for Chiefs and Bills, the most watched divisional playoff game ever. That was on CBS, and then the playoff game, uh, or I guess last year's Sunday night game to compare it to uh, was the Niners and the Cowboys, and that drew 45.6 million. So Chiefs and Ravens actually drawn an extra 5 million uh, in a huge number of 50 plus for the NFL. Uh, You also had Texans Ravens got 31.8 million viewers over on ABC and ESPN. Uh, Chiefs and Jag, uh, was the Chiefs and Jag, oh, that was, okay, that's another comparison thing. So yeah, yeah, the the Texans and Ravens drew the uh, 31.8 million um, number. So yeah, just massive there. So 31.8 in the opener, 37.5 in the Saturday night nightcap with Packers and Niners, 40.4 for then Sunday afternoon for Bucks and Lions. So it just kept going up. It was 31.8, then it was 37.5, and then it was 40.4, and then by the time you got to Sunday night, 50. Point three million. That was nearly ten million more viewers than the Sunday afternoon game mm-hmm. between the Bucks and the Lions. Wait, Fifty million. Fifty point three million and two elite quarterbacks. Yep. Uh, a team that's like running football right now, and a team that is just God bless them. They can't seem to ever get to that next level. That's. Fifty million. Yeah, and I think I might be saying as Texans, Ravens, and Chiefs, Bills, Chiefs, Bills. I don't. I, I think I might have said Chiefs Ravens. Yeah, Maybe Chiefs I didn't. Bills, yeah. uh, but Chiefs Bills is what I was referring to, of course, and that's the one that got fifty point three million. So yeah, Texans Ravens thirty one eight, Packers Niners thirty seven five, Bucks Lions forty point four, and then ten million people. Is that the Taylor Swift effect? I'm not even joking. I yeah. mean, ten million people jumping on from one game to the next on a Sunday. I mean, Garrett, look, my what do you daughter, think? My daughter was watching simply because of Taylor Swift. I'm not and making when, a joke. I was yeah. watching because of Jason Kelsey. Well, when Kelsey scored the touchdown, I was like, "Here you go, Ava," and it shot up, yeah. to, and that was what drew her. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's. I mean, how else do you explain ten million people yeah. tuning in that weren't I, otherwise tuned in? You As know, a Swifty, um, yeah, as a heart, you, day one Swifty. As yes. a Swifty. Yeah. I, I, I do, you know, I'd rather see Taylor damn Swift than Jerry freaking Jones every time something's uh, going look, on with the Cowboys. Uh, I, 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 look, so fair. thank you, Taylor Swift. As a Cowboys fan. imagine if Taylor was and, dating a Cowboy, though? Oh, dear oh, God. God. Dear God. Well, I mean, you saw what happened to Jessica Simpson. Yeah, and, you know, she's she nowhere was, close. No, you saw what happened to Tony Romo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, uh, Smokey, I'll just ask you real quick. Favorite uh, Swift song? Get Out of My Way. He's got to check to see if that is one. Get at, like, she's no, had so it's many the one songs. where she's saying she's a, she's in a fight with Katy Perry. No, that's that is bad blood. Yeah, yeah. And then one. you're also Close. thinking of "Look What You Made Me Do." Yeah, something like that. Yeah, those but two- wasn't there a song back when I was younger? Bad blood. It was back in the seventies. Who sang that one? I don't know, but if we were on the ticket, yeah. that would be a drop. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it might be on three sixty five sports. But I did know about the song. I thought it was always her fighting with Kim uh, Kardashian. Neil Sedaka. Neil Sedaka. Neil. Yeah, one of his. <laughs> yeah. Close enough. Close enough. I I remembered something. Okay. You want to talk about, we might see a Neil Sedaka. Is he alive? Is Neil Sedaka alive? Oh. If he is, we might see him. Maybe one of those weird guys walking around in Vegas. Yeah. yeah. I well, I mean. All right. Back to the. Numbers. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's. 
That's a monster number, 50.3 million. Again, Ridiculous. I just I want to point out 10 million added from Sunday afternoon to Sunday night. So if that's not the Taylor Swift effect, I don't know what it possibly could be outside of just the Chiefs and the Bills are that much more popular hey. than the Bucks and the Lions. But from game one they to are. game four, uh, that that rating went up and up and up and up to going from 31.8 all the way up to 50 million by the end of the weekend. So massive numbers uh, beats that 50 number. Uh, Cowboys Niners, as I mentioned from last year, that in that same spot that got a, a little over 45. So NFL's eating good, boys, and uh, I can only imagine now. Uh, with the Chiefs still involved as well, and you've got the Ravens. And Who's the night game? Is it Baltimore and Kansas City that's coming up Sunday? Who's the late game? Do you uh, know? Off the top of my head, I don't even know. I haven't even looked ahead You would think it would far. be Baltimore would be the early game because of the Eastern time zone compared to San Francisco. You probably know that, but, um, yeah, I haven't even paid that close attention to Golly, the timings of the games this week. Million. Yeah. Like uh, I'll, no t- I'll tell you right now. Um, Kansas City, Baltimore's first. Yeah, it has to be, yeah, different yeah. parts of the country. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. Massive number for the mm. NFL this past weekend. And uh, meanwhile, there's a lot of coaching changes and coaching openings and things being figured out uh, by various organizations who are not in the position of those other teams. And we know, for example, that the Raiders have their head coach, Antonio Pierce, uh, as they elect to go with their interim choice there, the former uh, Redskins, Giants, linebacker, um, and a guy who grew up uh, knowing the Raiders, loving the Raiders, and, and knowing about, uh, you know, just kind of their their lifestyle, right? The, 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 being, the being a Raiders different, right? And, and we know that from people we know that are Raiders fans. There's just something different about the Raiders, and he has that, and that's something that drew a lot of fans to wanting him to be the guy to get the job, and eventually he was the guy that was, in fact, uh, given that job. I just want your thoughts on that, Paul, in particular. First on uh, the Raiders uh, just going with Antonio Pierce, and I'll get to the other tidbit with him here yeah. in a second I, I think it's, look they messed up when they didn't go with rich Basaccia. they really did because he had them going and they they sometimes it's not about like the big name or this guy who's going to change your thing like you've got a team that believes in a coach and a coach that believes in a team like those those things you can you can give him more players to work with but if it's working don't mess with it and antonio pierce took a team that was i mean at each not i don't want to say at each other's throats but had completely um, tuned out Josh McDaniels, completely tuned them out. Mm-hmm. And here's a guy who was on that staff that then, I mean, he, he took on Josh McDaniels and was trying to explain to him like what the problems he was having when they let Josh McDaniels go, he took the reins and really bought into the players and they finished strong. Now they've got questions at quarterback, but I think that that's what you sometimes, you know, again, um, the Davis family, particularly Mark Davis is prone to either, not thinking things through or out thinking himself. And this is a time where he just said, okay. Yeah. And I think being the Raiders in Las Vegas now, like, honestly, you can afford to miss if Antonio Pierce yeah. isn't the guy. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think that there's like some like, oh, God, we've got to get this right right now. I don't yeah. think there's like, I'm sure fans feel that urgency, but I don't think the organization should by any means. So, you know what? Go with the guy that everybody loves. And if he flails and flounders, then. You've got an excuse to get him out of there, but if you'd just gone ahead and done it originally, I think that you risk pissing off the wrong people again and just kind of being stuck in that same mode. So they do go Antonio Pierce. Isn't he the one that helped get Arizona State in trouble? Yes, he is. Yeah. Yep, he was. Oh, well. Just move on. <laughs> well, yeah. he can go hire Herm Edwards. I, I, no. don't, want, I don't want rule followers. I'm yeah. glad. <laughs> well, he's a Raider, right? I, I, I'm I mean, glad Herm's back in yeah. the studio. I think that actually added yeah. to his Raider resume was, yeah. uh, doing, was being a part of that. But uh, the other part of the Raiders coin here is the GM has now apparently uh, been hired, and that is Tom Telesco, the 
Chargers general manager, former Chargers general manager, is with uh, that club for 11 years. Uh, they were not very good. There's a lot of people that apparently love his talent acquisition skills and feel like he provided the Chargers with talent. But if you look at the fact that they were well below 500, they never won the division. They made the playoff only three times in 11 years, and they won only two playoff games. That doesn't inspire a lot of confidence, but he's good at player acquisition or, or talent uh, evaluation is, is at least a couple of the reports that I read. So they stay in division. And Tom Telesco is now the general manager of the Las Vegas Raiders. And Antonio Pierce, obviously, as we've been talking about, is your uh, head coach there now as well. So you've got that filled up, both GM and head coaching job when it comes to uh, the Las Vegas franchise. And we know uh, that there's been other jobs out there getting uh, filled throughout. Um, who was it just yesterday? The uh, the Titans, uh, the job got uh, filled uh, um, there as uh, they moved on from Mike Vrabel. So that one was another one. Um, but what you have left over now at this point is you got Carolina, right? Uh, still has not hired a head coach just yet. You've got the Chargers, who now need to figure out who their head coach is going to be still. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons, the Washington Commanders, and the Seattle Seahawks, all still in search of their new head coaches. The Patriots had hired Jared Mayo, and uh, you had Tennessee with Brian Callahan replacing Mike Vrabel. I couldn't think of his name. Callahan at Cincinnati? Yes, he was. Yeah, he came over from yeah. Cincinnati, which that's, that was the name escaping me. And so that's a very interesting hire because of what he's been able to do at Cincy and just uh, intriguing that that's the direction Tennessee decides to go post-Vrabel. Well, they'll see if uh, Will Levis has any Joe Burrow in him, and I don't I don't think that that's uh, – Yeah, we'll see. Uh, like, I don't, I don't know about that. Like, But, again, um, I don't think that they're married to Will Levis for all that long. I think that this is the they 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 don't have a lot of picks uh, the Titans and so but is this him tied to to Levis if his career's tied to Levis no, if I don't Levis think doesn't so. work I, out I, he's gone yeah I don't think no, so I think that they'll like I don't think they are that. they can draft another quarterback they pick at seven so like they could reasonably you know uh, maybe get um, most of the guys that you want except for maybe that I would think the top three would be off the board by seven then but you never know um, yeah. but. I, I, I think that uh, it's interesting hire for them. Um, I, I Of course, I like the Patriots hire. I think that uh, Gerard Mayo is, is going to be really interesting. He's already, you know, he's already doing Gerard Mayo and not Bill Belichick. Even mm-hmm. though he's there, you can tell he's doing a lot of different things. So that's good. And... Um, but yeah, I'm interested to see how the Titans go. Rand Carthon is the new uh, general manager there. Uh, he comes from the San Francisco tree as well. Uh, and I... You know, we'll see what happens there. I, I do think that young coach, young GM, uh, they're rebuilding, and we'll see what happens with the Titans. Yeah, so um, there you go. There's the Commanders still open, the Falcons still open, the Chargers still open, the Panthers still open, and the Seahawks still open. But uh, some others closed down now that the Titans have made their choice of Brian Callahan, and uh, obviously the Raiders now making their GM higher. So uh, interesting stuff to keep track of with the coaching carousel, and that leads me to the college football-related note is that uh, there was speculation, talk, reports, what have you, that Jim Harbaugh is basically in line for the Chargers job, and it's just a matter of, uh, I guess, the phrasing of it in striking distance is what uh, one of the initial reports uh, had it situated as. Uh, they were meeting or had met uh, again, uh, and so now it's just on to, I guess, just Harbaugh watch, basically, is just waiting to see if he's going to take that job and if they're going to lock that down, and if so, then obviously there's a whole tsunami effect in college football and, and all of that, but it appears that they're kind of zeroing in and yet it's 
it's weird just the kind of the, the way people are phrasing it. Like you would think the job's just a layup, but there's still a chance that he doesn't take it. Uh, so we'll well, we'll see. But we we got to be on a little bit of a ticking clock he's, here. He's you would think odd. Michigan is getting a little impatient. Too. I, I would Even, think no so. matter look, what he did. And and look, they're they're it may not set up like a a, um, a wave. It might just be a ripple because they might just make Sharon more the head yeah, coach. Very well. which, well, I mean, more of like recruiting. Yeah, and, recruiting wise, yeah. and like, but also like if they make Sharon more the coach, there's a good chance that he can retain a lot of that roster. Um, since you know that that staff will mostly stay in place, you would think. But um, but yeah, Jim Harbaugh on the end. Like I just think, look, you're already in your second interview with the Chargers. You went and interview with the Panthers. He's interviewed with the Falcons. Like you you've had these interviews. Like going back to Michigan, this doesn't seem realistic at this point. Like oh, I went and like unless you're trying to be like I looked, nothing's as good as this. I'm here forever, but then everybody knows it's not true. So just go take the Chargers' job, coach up Justin Herbert, maybe win a Super Bowl there for the for a team that's never won one. And well, Bill Belichick's still a free agent, right? Yeah, I think he's going to Atlanta. Yeah, well, I, you fight. think? Yeah. yeah, it probably is. But I mean, he's still out there. I mean, it, it's not yet yeah, but, that you like the clock is like you better decide. You can't tell Jim Harbaugh. Can you that you better decide by the weekend or can you? I mean, I don't know if you say by the weekend, but you got to decide here some point pretty yeah. soon. Yeah, you want these things go before you get to the like, Super Bowl. Damn, yeah, yeah, I mean, they got yeah. they got to work. Free too. agency's about to start. Right. Yeah. I mean, they they got work to do. They got a draft to prepare for. So mm-hmm. yeah, they they need to get a guy in there. Um, but this doesn't have to be today. But yeah, Harbaugh. Um, all signs pointing to there being a strong chance he could take that Chargers job. But we will see, um, and you would think that something would kind of be known this week. It's just feeling like it's that pressure's building for there to be a decision on uh, on that uh, particular uh, job. So uh, there is that with the uh, NFL coaching carousel. Uh, meanwhile, uh, the interesting part here as far as TV viewership goes, uh, I mentioned the NFL ratings earlier, but this was uh, very interesting. And from the world of pro wrestling, which is you might not expect to – to be involved when it comes to uh, our typical conversation here, but the WWE announced today a $5 billion media rights deal with Netflix to air Monday Night Raw for 10 years starting in January of 2025. This is a big deal because it's Netflix's first huge foray, huge attempt at live weekly entertainment on a streaming platform and they've obviously got a massive audience as well but this means that Monday Night Raw after 30 plus years of being on uh, cable television linear TV uh, they will now in January 2025 be making the move from USA Network where they have been since 2005 and they were on USA and then they left and they bounced around a little bit and then came back to USA in 05 um, it's by far, I think, USA's regularly most watched program and has been for quite some time. But they've been with USA since 05, and starting in 2025, 20 years after um, they got back together, uh, it will be Netflix for Monday Night Raw. And that will be not only in the U.S., but also in Canada, the U.K., and Latin America. And they plan to add other countries over time. But uh, Netflix says it will be the home for all WWE shows and specials outside of the U.S., including the, their various programs, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, etc. But that's a big dang deal that they are leaving USA and they're doing it for Netflix, which is now saying, all right, we're making our next big move. And I'm fascinated by this because I figured they, you know, 
could have had any number of options. I mean, they they work with Fox for SmackDown, and they, they've, they've had so many partners over the years, but to go Netflix for Monday Night Raw and leave the USA Network, that's... That's well, the future happening right now. Yeah, and then, like, what does that mean for their deal long-term with Peacock and yeah, all this stuff? This. Yeah, all that. The, the... Are you going to have a Netflix 1, 2, and 3 level? You well, already, already have it, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, that, yeah, that's... so like, $5, $6, I love the thing if, But for the WWE, Netflix is the most popular well, streaming service, so they I'll don't really it... have to worry about it. Like, they might get, yeah. you know, Netflix. It's, it's a, I think it's a win-win on, on that regard. Although, you know, taking the chance of taking your, your biggest show off of bro- over-the-air broadcast television is, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, that's that's a big gamble. The Pac-12 tried to do it, right? The Pac-12 tried, and, and, it, and it failed. But, I mean, this is the WWE. It's got you know, a really cooked in international fan base. So I, I, I think it'll work out. I mean, they have a lot of big news on the, the WWE front today, Craig. I don't want to like, if you want to get to that other one, but like, um, you know, were there like more stuff when it comes to brand names and big stars and all that? Um, Talk about the rock. Yeah. The I rock, mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, he's joining the TKO group board. That's yeah. uh, just a, a, another part of the announcements made the day. Now they are not leaving USA entirely. They're leaving raw SmackDown's mm-hmm. moving from, uh, Fox over to USA. So USA is going to still have their WWE programming. It'll just be the different flagship show. And then they're leaving USA as well with their NXT program, which will now go to the CW. So there's a shuffling of the chairs as they have their new round of media rights deals. And Nick Khan, uh, very familiar in the sports world, is the one leading that charge. So their shows are moving all around. But the biggest news is not SmackDown going from Fox to USA or NXT going from USA to the CW. It's Raw going from USA to Netflix and becoming a part of the new live streaming efforts of that company. And, uh, yes, also announced today uh, that uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson will be joining uh, the TKO group board there as well. So, um, you know, I think that's as much for Flash as anything else. But a very interesting move and something that matters. Why are we mentioning it here? Because live sports and streaming and yep. live events on streaming is just seems inevitable. And this is a giant jump in the deep end. Uh, on the part of the WWE and Netflix. So this could have uh, ramifications moving forward if we start to see more added to uh, the streamers. Well, it's going to happen. It's just a matter of time. Justin, on this topic, Raw's last episode on USA will be October 2024. They're going to announce another deal from November to January. Uh, Also, SmackDown will be moving from Fox to USA. So the Big Ten and Big 12 football will be able to air on the main Fox channel on Friday night. So there's a little bit of why some of this maneuvering is going on. Yeah, and they weren't quite getting, in some cases, the money that they were desiring. But, yeah, there's just a lot of shuffling. And so, yeah, thank you for uh, the clarification. I don't know about that little pocket when they won't have a deal, but that's interesting. So that'll be another little cash little bonus i guess that they'll add into that but yeah this is fascinating news because that's been a staple on cable television for 30 plus years now and it is going to netflix starting in 2025 so yeah this is just the new era as we see it and there's a few things off the radar it's uh jam-packed with and i saw that netflix story and i was like even though i don't watch professional wrestling understanding the business and what Nick Khan and what they're doing, and my goodness, it's just like there's something new all the time. And, and that's why it's fun when we can get Bob Thompson or Patrick Craig's, Jim Williams and others, to discuss it with have, our show. Have you Before we go to break, have you guys heard about the rumors that Chip Kelly might be going back to the NFL as an OC? No. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. There's, they're, they're out there. and um, So there's another domino about the But fact, that, but that one happen. would be really interesting, especially since he was he barely made it out 
with his life this year at UCLA, mm-hmm. if he were just to leave them in the lurch in almost February. There's also another weird story, and we'll talk about it during the break, because, Craig, I'm, I might need your Twitter expertise on this, um, about Gunnar Gundy that uh, I'm very confused about right now. The fact that he's back in the transfer portal? Uh, well, he has an infographic about where he's committed, and it doesn't make any sense. Say Oklahoma. No. Oh, I thought he... No, I mean, Gunnar Gundy went from Oklahoma State to Ohio. Yeah, but Ohio University. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, no. Let's take a break because I want to make sure. Yeah, I don't that, even know what you're referencing. So, yeah. are we gossiping here? Uh, I don't know. Like, I'll I'll show it to you, Craig. Here in a second. I sent it to. Am Garrett. I not on this set? I'll just. I need his help. Like you. Like I don't need you in this one. I need him in this one, and then you hey, can Garrett, comment on it. What's up, man? How you doing, buddy? <laughs> good, no, man. good. But good Craig, Craig's really good at seeing through Twitter nonsense. And this might be Twitter Which nonsense, means he's and good I don't seen through me. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to put this up as a graphic if it's just Gunner Gundy trolling everybody. Okay, okay. yeah, I'll check it out. I'll so go to Gunner Gundy's tw- Twitter feed right now, and then we'll take a break and we'll talk about it. You done? Yes. All right, I Craig. Need Craig thank help. you with uh, up the radar. We'll every talk Tuesday about it though. It's real. And Thursday <laughs> at around four forty-five. Uh, John McClain around the corner. See if we could possibly get him on earlier. Jared Anderson. Uh, longtime coach at TCU, now part of Dave Aranda's staff at Baylor. Paul's top five. This is 365 Sports. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.